to church. You were just a sinner. The reason you don't want to come to church is that you don't want to lose your girlfriend. You were just a sinner. But there are people who have covenanted for witchcraft. Some of them are wicked. Some of them, eh, when they wake up, they are looking for blood to suck. The way you drink water, they drink blood. And some of them are in your background. They are there. Maybe this week, just one cry. And God will drown the enemy in the Red Sea. If you say amen, it will happen to you. One cry. Some of you, you keep coming to church. And when I preach, it's like a seminar for us. Why we are Taiso? Why you are Kuma? You are preaching there. preaching, preaching. Okay. I know what I'm talking about. I didn't start pastoring from yesterday. I've seen people who prosper in church and they thought they have arrived. Until the altars came after them. Okay? I have come to the place to know in life that sometimes God doesn't even accept others to post prayer for you. You have to go through it. Great men are praying, but nothing is changing. I know it. Can, I, can you write this now? The price to cure is more expensive than the price to prevent the price to prevent so instead of waiting for the thing to come to cure it prevent it should i put it a better way the price to pay to cure is more expensive than the price to pay to prevent spiritual things somebody say one cry maybe one cry and your miracle is there one cry and your enemies are drowned in the red sea I am convinced that some things will never change unless people step into fasting. Some problems, they will never move unless you fast and pray. No, because the other side to their paying price. Hmm? Am I talking to somebody here today? You always want to come to church and hear a nice sermon. No weapon formed against which shall prosper. I receive. You have been receiving what has changed. No, there are other things that must be put in place. Other things must be put in place. It doesn't just happen. All the blessings of God in the Bible are conditional. Obedient. 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 If we are in the time of the old prophets, can we survive? People are complaining about tithe. The Old Testament guys say, the tithe were coming to the Levites. They didn't have a congregation. I'm talking about those who don't pay tithe. The Levites, did they have a church? All they didn't have was land. Were they paying light bills? Were they paying water bills? Were they traveling to Takwa to go and preach? Why are people comparing this present church to the altar? Also, for we just step into open heavens. And anytime, listen, anytime God is about to do something, he cleans the house. The house must be clean. He said, take the people to bath. Yeah? Let me tell you, if you don't take care, the people with the wrong heart like Achan, they would stop those of us. You have a good heart. You don't have a good heart. You can be in a church. You don't have a heart for the church. You can be used by the devil and you don't know. When Peter was rebuking Jesus, Satan has entered him. Most of the things you talk, the devil has entered you. Go back to your room and ask God to forgive you. Sometimes I repent with tears. When God reproved me, I cry. Sometimes my fast is, Lord, I'm sorry for this. I didn't know I've done it. Some of you are so proud you can't even repent. Go back and say, Lord, set me and know my heart. Forgive me of the things I've said that I have no justification for it. 
If I'm telling you, Satan will push you and push you and push you and push you. Then he push you into a tight corner. Because he can't deal with you unless he isolates you. <laughs> Do you know the battle strategy? Put Uriah in the forefront of the battle and don't give him a covering. So God said that you have killed Uriah by the sword of the Philistines. It's very important. Where you are sitting there, it's not a matter of, don't deceive yourself to think that you just come to church on Sunday. You have to be under a certain divine protection. The devil's validation on your life is an attack for you to become proud. And you cannot accept even Satan's appellation on your life. It's dangerous. When the devil says you are doing well, it's an attack for pride. Reject it. If you see people say, oh, so you are a beautiful girl, beautiful girl. It's a trap. It's a trap. Before you know, 16 men has entered the well and come back. Idiomatica express. The world. Oh, you are so beautiful. We have never seen a woman like you. Most of them are not If you see some of the young guys who want to come and tell you they love you, you say, hey, who are you talking to? Oh, sister, I'm interested in you. No, come on. What did you say? No, say that again. Say that again. You say, okay, slangs. Say that again. Excuse me. You. You are church at home. You are to have you now, Shell. This year, I will be 28. See, flower of your age, 25. Trini Guguachi. You are say, Gabriel, you are open. So, we will say 31, 32, 33, 34. I have a brother, are you the one who called me the other day? How are you doing? Humble yourself. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> May you clap for Jesus. I know. I've seen things. You can get to a certain place and you're proud. You see, you humble yourself before God humble you. When God decides to humble you, it's a disaster. Tell somebody, God bless you for watching. I hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, contact World Prayer Center, PO Box, GP21421, Accra. And for all inquiries, call these numbers, 0274-009933, plus 233-303-413-705. Email info at portus.city, and our website is portus.city. The Praying Family Chapel presents Open Heaven.
The Praying Family Chapel presents Open Heavens 2017 40 Days of Fasting and Prayer Theme, the God of Miracles, Wonders and Possibilities There shall be a performance, Luke 145 The date is October 16th to November 24th At the Porter City, Mutual Pram Pram Road Morning Glory, 5 a.m. Evening Sessions, 5 p.m. All Nights, 10 p.m. With Prophet Nanaseyo Pukusakodye, your host. Let's assume that you are a field marshal in crying. And there is nothing we can do to stop you because you, the way God created you, you cry without effort. I have a counsel for you. As long as you are holding a gun and you have a uniform, even in your cry, keep on shooting. Trusting him for encounters. Mm. Somebody say encounters. Encounters. Not just one encounter, series of encounters. Ah. Moses encountered God at Mount Sinai. He encountered him again during 40 days of fasting and he returned. The Israelites couldn't look at his face because of the glory. Hallelujah. In the house of the apostles, in the day of Pentecost, the Bible said the Holy Ghost came like tongues of fire on their head. Ah. Huh? And so that should have been enough. That should have been enough. Listen, God is so big, only shallow men think they have enough of him. Hey. So if you are shallow, a little one. Now, remember when they were threatened by the Sahindri? Yes, they went back to their company and prayed. And the Bible said they were filled. So another level. Another level. And they spoke the word of God with boldness. So it was not enough to be filled at the day of Pentecost. You need another dose. That's right. And they were filled. Somebody say fail. Fail. So on this mountain, may the Lord give you more than you bargained for. Amen. It is dangerous <laughs> to live in a past glory. Hey. I used to. Only two people heard what I said. I, I used to. I used to have. Ah, we used to be prayerful. Ah. <laughs> ah, we used to be very mighty. I used you are living in a past glory. God has left you long time. That's why we need continuous, continuous feeling of the Holy Ghost yes, sir. to stay tuned and sensitive to the power of yes. God. You can be walking and anointing has left you and you don't know. You are so dry. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why we are doing the things we are doing. Many years ago, <laughs> I was in the presence of God for some long waiting. I got to a place and I was tired and I asked the Lord, I just finished one. Why is this one? He said, I want you to be the best you can be for the people I've called you for. Huh? Now watch this. That is the day he came with the scripture and I said that. He said, before I formed thee in the womb, Jeremiah chapter 1, I knew thee and I ordained thee a prophet. That is the will of God for your life. Yes, sir. God said, before your father met your mother. Hey. Ha, it's a very interesting God. Let's say, God is the only person who doesn't Start anything until he finish it. That's right. 
Yeah? You don't get what I said? Yeah. So, the way you are troubled, there is no trouble because he knows the finished product. Hey. He knows. <laughs> Abraham was so confused. God said, as for me, my covenant is with you. That's right. My covenant is with you. Yes, and I have already made you the father. Not that I'm going to do it. I've already I've concluded it. He never started anything until he finished. Yes, sir. So God doesn't watch a life match. He watch a replay. Hey! If you shout, you just got a visitation. Hey! So all you need to ally with him. Ha! Yes, huh? What is the scripture proof for that? Them that he predestined, he call. Them that he call, he justify. Them that he justify, he glorify. So predestination. Now the way you are worried about your tomorrow. And you think what's going to happen? He already know your glorious tomorrow. That's right. Huh? That's right. So <laughs> that's right. You you are worried for nothing. God no is not worried. He's not worried. No if if he de- if he delays, he knows how it's going to end. Yes. <laughs> you know it is it is serious to be watching Ghana versus Brazil. And Asamoja is keeps sco- spoiling goals. But if you come back and say Ghana finished playing Brazil, Ghana score two. And we're going to watch the rematch. No tension. In fact, no matter how the Brazilian people are dribbling to your goal, you know in your heart that at the end of the day, huh? So the tension is very high when it's a live match. Yes, sir. But when it's a replay, you are relaxed. God always watch a replay of your life. So he is not under pressure. He knows your tomorrow will be better than your today. Yeah. You listen to what I'm saying. It's a prophetic declaration. Hallelujah. Look at somebody and say, My tomorrow is better than mine today. My tomorrow is better than say my tomorrow is going to be better than mine today. My tomorrow is going to be better than the person next year by this time. Next year by this time. If you know what God is going to do in my life, if you know what God you will force and become my friend. You will force. You will force. Listen. If God tells you that the person standing by your side will be a finance minister next year. Many years ago, we went to preach in I think Terry was with me. We went to a rich man's house. All his servants were white people. Black man. I'm telling you. His dining hall table is like the whole of this auditorium. And the dining hall table, there are seven bells. Gold, silver, black, white. The bell you ring will determine who caterer to bring a food. So when you ring the gold bell, crying, you see somebody coming with a chicken with a carrot like this coming. If you ring the gold where somebody coming, it's a very serious. And he told us something. He said, at that time, Kufo was not president. And he said that just two years ago, they went to a conference and Kufo was sitting at the back. He said, at the back somewhere. He was, he's a very wealthy man. He got, it was Benny. Very, very wealthy man. His house, Jesus Christ. The house, I don't know. <laughs> I cannot be like Potency, but it was huge. And he said, after two years, Kufo became president, became chairman of AU. Remember, he became chairman of other AOAU. And he said that the man that two years, in fact, he said when they closed, he, Kufo was trying to force to greet him, and his bodyguard would not permit. Oh. But after two years, Kufo was sitting in the chair, and the man couldn't greet him. So, you see, there is somebody standing here. That's what I'm trying. Next year, by this time. Joshua, oh, I, 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 you already got a prophecy. You already catch the prophecy. 
I say you already catch a prophetic word. All those who are asking, where is your God? Those who are asking, where is your God? Those who are asking, where is your God? They will see the manifestation yes, of the power of you. Amen. God can turn the tables around. The tables will turn. He can turn. He turns the tables around. He can turn the tables. Yes, sir. He can shift the tables. Yes, sir. He can move it. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Amen. He can take you from the back of the desert hey. and bring you to the palace. Hey. He can take you from prison hey. and make you a prime minister. Hey. He is aspect of doing that. Hey. Yes. Get Jesus. ready for something unusual to happen. Something unusual. Something unusual. Unusual. Mind-blowing testimonies. Mind-blowing testimonies. The one that when you share, ten people will come to Christ. May your testimony bring people to Christ. Those who hear your testimony say, "Ah, is it your God that did this? Is it you that have changed like this? Please, where do you go to church?" That's my testimony. That's the kind of testimony we are looking for. That's my testimony. That's the one we are looking for. Yes, sir. I wonder people here. Hey. And they say, ma, 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 ma. My, 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 my. Are you sure of what you are talking about? Yes, sir. And they say, yes. Hallelujah. God. Are you there? Don't give up at all. God. Don't be moved at all. <laughs> this morning I wake up, God started speaking to me. Hallelujah. Amen. One of the problems, there are two problems we have. In our generation the first one is the mentality of getting a victory without a battle it's it i don't know where it came from there is a certain pollution in the latest charismatic move you see apostle paul said that after i have left grievous wolves will come and even warn them that if anybody preach another christ from the one i preach let him be a curse it means that sometimes eh, we can be polluted by a certain message if I read church history, one of the things that has affected the church is the missionaries that brought the gospel. The way they presented it does not help us. They presented the gospel in a way that, number one, there are two things, there are two errors. The first thing is that they couldn't convert the people straight from idol worship to Christianity. So they told them that you go to serve your idols after that, come to church. That's the first error. The second error is that they, they came as missionaries. Their toothpaste were provided. Their, their, their sponge were provided. Their souls were provided. So people in America and Europe and Britain were gathering money and then they sent them as missionaries. So they came here without needing something from the people. So there was no responsibility from the church to the leaders like in the book, in the, in the, in the five books of, of Moses. When in the book of Exodus, God set the Levite tribe aside. And said, these are the guys that will minister to you. You are not going to give them lands. But you go and work. And when you work, take 10% of your income. Whatever profit you have, take 10%. And we will use it to serve these people so that they will minister. So God always has said that, I want to bless you, but I will need somebody as a contact to bless you. You are not getting what I'm saying. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying now? So, no, 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 no. So, Bobby, the thing is that uh, when they came, uh, watch this. God said that if you don't bless the Levite, you will be cursed. Mm. Because the Levite are the one I'm going to mandate and anoint it so that when they pronounce apostolic and prophetic blessing, you will receive it. But, how should I bless you when the Levites are hungry? 
So they brought the gospel, all right. Thank God for their life. Eh? Because foundation is very crucial. If the foundation destroys, what can the righteous do? So your foundation determines the structure that is coming on it. So they brought the gospel, and the gospel was that, number one, it presented as if it is coming to poor people. And they didn't even call it offering. They give it a name, collection. All these are errors of the foundation of the gospel. So the people didn't become responsible to the people. And then when we started the Pentecostal, we also started in a way that anytime you need a help, you must go to America. Anytime you need a help, you must go to Europe. That is why people come here. One of the things people say is that the place is called Porter City. It is connected to Porter's house in America. People, these are some of the rumors. They think that something is coming from America. So you see, if you don't take care, you live a life that you don't have responsibility for your future. You always want to lean on somebody, but there's a Chinese proverb that says that instead of begging for fish, learn how to fish. Because the sea is not sort of fishes. Oh, you are not listening to what I'm saying. Hallelujah to Jesus. I say hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. So it brought us to the place that eh, we become. We have we develop a certain mind. One of the most powerful things Paul said is that be not conformed to the patterns of this world. It means that there is a way you think yesterday, change the way you are thinking today. Oh, listen, listen, listen. For instance, for instance, for instance, if I'm going to marry my wife the way my father married my mother, I am in an error. For the generation where I live now, for the knowledge where I love now, I cannot marry my wife, even though my father will prefer. That is why sometimes you can't take counsel from your father. Who doesn't have the Holy Ghost in him? And who marry by tradition and culture? You must know the Bible to marry your wife. Husband, love your wife. Yes. But in Africa, you can come from a culture that undermine women and treat them like animals. And some of you are here, you still have those mentality. No, you still have it. There's a culture you come from. Huh? There's a tradition. One of the dangerous things that fight the gospel is tradition. Jesus said, you make the word of God of none effect by the traditions of your father. So when people come to church and they are traditionally minded, they fight the gospel. It started in Acts of the Apostles. After the Gentiles became born again, the set of the Pharisees who became born again came and said that you cannot have salvation unless you are circumcised. Tradition. So they injected tradition into the gospel. And tradition made the word of God of none effect. So one of the reasons your marriage is not working is that there is an infusing and intrusion of tradition. 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 It's not making you love your wife the way you should love her. It's making you like, if your wife knows your, all your account system, you are a fool. Tradition. Tradition can let you know that. Don't let the woman know everything about your life. So you can be building in your home that your wife doesn't know. You have account your wife doesn't know. That is the way your father married your mother. That is the way your father married your mother. But in my generation, I can't marry my wife that way. Because the two shall be one. I understand it. I understand it by scripture. You only knock tradition out by, by revelation and understanding of the greatest manual for living, which is the Bible. Am I imparting some knowledge to you, Nana? So that's why it is. So it brought us to the place that we desire victory without fighting a battle. Mm. Recently, I was thinking something about medical science. Very interesting. Thank God for their life. They make all stripes. 
before we became before we came to Christ, some of the sicknesses that came to us, you know, for medical science, maybe we could have gone. But there are a lot of errors in it. One of the errors is that if they have a cure for the sickness and they can make money, they said it is good and it's no problem. Once they have no final antidote or medicine for the sickness, they declare death sentence of anybody that have it. So as long as Ebola was in the system and they have have the they have the medicine, it is okay. Because they can make them, because curable. But once it's not curable, once you have it, they say you are dead. Which means that they've concluded themselves as superior to cure. And we, the church who has come under that power, it started in the book of Isaiah. The people were going there, the medical science said, we can't do anything about it. They came to church and God said, by his stripes you are here. And Isaiah asked them, whose report will you believe? I'm preaching. I'm preaching. I'm preaching. So, we are all sitting here. So, uh, if you don't take care, you go to us, so they, they mention a particular sickness coming from the pit of hell. The devil begins to tell you, you are dead. That is why the faith we are preaching cannot be overpreached. Because part of the message of the faith is fighting generations of a mindset of medical science. Do you know why Sarah has to push his chart? Because at that time there was no CS. Nobody in our generation was accepted 90 years man to give birth natural. Do you know where we have come to now? Now the Caesarean Thank God for caesarean session. Caesarean session was introduced by the wisdom of God. When you are having complications and they see that the baby is actually bigger or sometimes, I, I mean, it's very difficult to give birth or maybe the baby is coming a bridge or something, then they say caesarean. Now people opt for it. Someone say, I want the child to be born in my birthday, the day I was born. So cut me and remove the child. So are you getting out the point now? So people are in the church, when they go to hospital, the doctor says, I can't do anything about it. Then the doctor says, you have two months to leave. And then you accept it because he has pronounced judgment and he has pronounced death sentence. Death and life are in the power of the time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So listen, don't clap. You are sitting in the church, but you believe the doctor than the word, the word of God's report. That's why when we preach, you cannot be here. We preach it, all right. You can. The church is there. There is a bomb in Gilead. But we don't want that bomb. There's a bomb in Gilead, but we don't want it. I am not against medical science. But go there with the spirit of faith. That in case they don't have solution to your problem, come to, listen, the God that created this body, he's the one that can heal this body. Believe it. It's very hard to swallow it. But believe it. There are certain messages that it's even difficult to preach it in our generation. But we have to preach it and still get the criticism. Because I've seen people rejected by medical science and talk and God healed them. Yes. God healed them. God healed them. God healed them. They say go and nothing good will happen. And God stepped into the matter and healed them. Because there is no limit to faith. Her faith has no limitation. 
Sit down, sit down, sit down. You have been standing for a long time. I'm already preaching, so sit down. Hallelujah. Are you getting what I'm saying? Is somebody hearing what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good to sit down. Tell somebody I'm sitting down. And tell the person, you to sit down. Sit down. Amen. So we cannot be fasting and be praying, hey, hey, like this. When the little problem comes, then we start crying. No. For instance, for instance, let me tell you something. This is a blow, but I'll tell you. You can have faith for prayer, but you don't have faith for the answer. Can I go higher? There are a lot of you in the church. Eh? You have faith for giving, but you don't have receiving faith. It's two things. You can have faith to pay your tithe, but you don't have faith to receive from the storehouse. I'm going to prove it to you in a second. You can have faith to pray. And I am, hey, and I am, oh, I'm in the back, oh, yeah, and I am, Lord, let my fiancé come. Oh, 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 specifically, I need a tall black guy. He about, oh, praise God. You are pray Do you believe what you say? Do you really believe what you say? Do you know why I know that you don't have faith for receiving? You pay your tithe all right. You are giving offering all right. But the little financial problem in your life that you are going to borrow. You can have faith for giving, but you may not have faith for receiving. It's two things. Amen. If you have a receiving faith, then you remind God. I pay my tithe. I've given the seed. You promise seed time and harvest time will not pass. I am expecting you to do something. I am not borrowing in this situation. But I expect you to do something. And I promise you that if you don't do nothing, I will stay here till any disgrace come and it will also affect you too because i'm your child one of the way africa we have also lack is that we don't try to tell god the way we feel sometimes go to him and tell him how you feel because we have a high priest that can be touched with the feelings of our infirmities he was tempted in all sides as well but yet without sin so jesus christ now listen to me that is why jesus christ saying that don't go to the father's street he will not understand you the father you see the three persons of the god they said that the father has never come to the earth he has always stayed in heaven but me i have taken your flesh i know how it feels to be in pain i know how it feels to be hungry so if you are going to the father go in my name come through me don't go to the father straight go to me because i can plead on your behalf the father will not understand is somebody getting what i'm talking about here this very very crucial you must understand that one hallelujah the fact that you are in need does not mean god is under obligation to supply god only supply when you believe he can do it so it is faith that catches god's attention not cries and tears it is faith that catches God's attention. Not because you are lacking. Everybody lacks, but not everybody is receiving. So when we talk about developing your faith, seeking the face of God, praying and building up your faith, it is not a matter of trying to give you a slogan. We are telling you about the Father. Now listen, it is not enough to have light. You must have enough light to meet and conquer the darkness of what you are looking for. Watch this. Have you noticed that? Sometimes when your pin falls on the ground, there is a light in your bedroom, but you switch the mobile phone touch light. Because the nature of the thing you are looking for, you will need a stronger light to, to, to locate where it is. So it's not enough to have light. You must have enough light. 
it is not enough to have faith you must have enough faith to meet the needs of what you are looking for Amen. and as long as the faith has not met it you must keep pressing until you get there crucial amen i said amen so we, i mean generations of mental battles mental battles hallelujah one of the most difficult thing god is finding to change in our life is our mind no hallelujah it's our mind it is possible that all of us sitting here before the throne of god and according to god's timetable and according to god's plan of our life all of us are supposed to be billionaires but our mind cannot handle it sometimes circumstance can even name you contrary to the way god wants to name you when god made jacob he asked him what is your name as if god didn't know his name he said my name is jacob supplanter god said no the name you have in heaven say you are a prince The one you have, men gave it to you. But heaven has a different name for you. That is why when God meets people, sometimes he changes their name. He said, the problem you have is as a result of your name. Let me just change the name. I'm going to change direction a little bit in a short while. But get this thing from me. So, it is important for you to understand that the fact that you are praying and seeking the face of God does not mean God is an obligation to supply. Your faith must meet the standard for God to give it to you. You must believe that God is going to happen. You must believe that after you finish this fasting, your life must change. It's a belief. You must believe it and consciously hold on to it. It is not every area of your life that you are struggling. Let me go to the people. Here's another message you have to hear. You can have a very strong faith eh, for finances, but you don't have faith to receive healing. Abraham is not struggling to prosper, but he's struggling to get his wife pregnant. Whether the thing is coming from Abraham or Sarah, one of them was short circuit. Short circuit, the power, the power flow is being short circuit. Now, the conception of Isaac will not come from Abraham alone. Sarah must contribute his part because of the covenant of the two in one. The two shall be one. Hebrews chapter eleven. Give me verse number eleven. Listen to what the Bible said. So it's not Abraham alone that God requires faith. I'm, I'm, I, am, I am laying foundation to make a point. Hallelujah. Through faith also, I like the word also, Sarah herself. The word also is very amplified. It means that the demand is not from Abraham alone. Sarah herself. So the conception of Isaac, it is not required, the faith is not required from Abraham. Sarah must contribute. The man is supplying the egg, seed, you are producing the egg. Both of you must have faith. That is why when God announced the thing and Sarah laughed, God, God confronted Sarah. Why are you laughing? Are you looking at your situation to think that I cannot give you a child? And God asked a question, even though it's a question, but it's a statement of fact. That is anything too hard for me. Oh. Listen, 
I am not surprised the way you are questioning God. Every time we question God, he comes with an answer. And the answer makes it, the way he asks us a question, make him know that we don't even believe him. When he was sending Moses to go and deliver Israel, Moses told him, I'm a stammerer. God said, who has created math? Who created math? Oh, you are not listening to what I'm talking about. You are not hearing what I'm talking about. I can hear somebody say, Lord, I don't have money. I can hear God say, the silver and the gold belongs to who? So do you really believe God? Do you really believe God? I'm going to bring you to that point. So watch this. Sometimes this is where we have to put on a fight. Tell somebody, put on a fight. Your finances are okay. Your academic works are okay. But Satan is fighting your marriage. So he picked up something about your life. And shot his arrows through that one. And reinforces his demonic powers on that area. So I can't stop Abraham from prospering. But I must stop him from having the children. Now let me tell you something. I want to show you something. Not everything you read in the Bible is caused by God. Jesus is on his way. Sometimes eh, your deliverance can attract attack to the agent God is about to use. That is why I tell pastors to be prayerful. It even happened to Jesus. The first time Jesus met a storm on the ship, on the Sea of Galilee, that the storm was so strong that it was sinking the ship. He was on his way to deliver the demonic man at Gadara. So when the demons saw the deliverance coming to the man, they start fighting the agent God is going to use. Oh, I don't know whether Lord you are getting it. I don't know. Hallelujah. Are you getting what I'm talking about? This is where you must put on a fight. Every time Satan knocks at your door, put on a fight. And nobody goes to war in a military dress holding AK-47 and sit under a tree and cry. Listen, you are the only soldier who is crying in a battlefield. Let's assume that you are a field marshal in crying. And there is nothing we can do to stop you because you, the way God created you, you cry without effort. I have a counsel for you. As long as you are holding a gun and you have a uniform, even in your cry, keep on shooting. Oh, somebody will hear this thing when I get close. Is somebody understanding what I'm talking about? It is useless to sit down and cry. You cry when you are in peacekeeping in Liberia. That, oh, Buffalo soldier has put you in front of the battle. And the, the rebels want to kill you. It is not a time to sit in the tree and cry. Once you are crying, make sure you are crying, but you are firing constant bullets. Oh, somebody will hear what I'm talking about. The Lord give you grace. The Lord empower you. I am crying but I'm firing. I am crying but I'm firing. Because if you just sit down. Call the policeman for me. These are the two things people have done. <laughs> a battlefield. Your enemies are. Let me tell you what a lot of people have done. One of our daughters here came to me and I was asking her. He was talking to me, he said, there's some friends who have stopped coming to all night. 
So he said he met one of them and said, Oh, it's a long time. I said, Oh, we have been praying and nothing is changing. So we now we have stopped. Now watch this. Mm. All the Amos, eh? the Amos, the Amos in Ephesians chapter 6. All the armor is to protect this front. God gives you the helmet. He gave you the best breast breastplate. He gave you what? Your feet share with the preparation of the gospel. He gave you which one? Huh? Huh? The breastplate. Watch this. There is no armory for the back. No. It means that God doesn't expect you to turn your back. Hey, come come to me come you, know, you are preaching with me hold your gun in your hand let me show you something hold it stand here have you seen the gun is holding this is the most dangerous part of the gun this one all the bullets in the gun they are in this when you meet him and you pull this one and blah the rest is useless all the rest is useless now when you watch war film you see that some of them are something in their waist it's like a belt it's like a belt it is the same as this one, but that one carries more. So when you are in a war field, because sometimes they have extra one in their pocket, just because, uh, just assuming he's shooting, and this thing got finished, he must remove it in a second and crock another one. Because all the bullets that will come, they will come from this. When you, you, you press, what do you call this trigger here? When you press the trigger, and there is nothing inside here, this thing is useless. There are different kinds of guys. There's one called Atia Bofre. Oh, people have not stayed in the village before. No. It's a very long gun. And the reason they call it Atia Bofre is that the old hunters were using it. When they are hungry, they can use it to proc a uh, popo. But that one, eh, the way even they clock it, eh, they will put, they will put uh, something inside. They will be choking it. Kuchuru. Kuchuru, and there are some to Kuchuru, Gampada Kuchuru. So by the time your enemies, you are killing you a long time. You see, even though he has the gun, he has to determine the use of the gun. Remember, every enemy he faces also must have gun. So one of the things you have forgotten is that your enemy also has weapons. You also have a weapon, and your weapons are not canal. The way he's holding a gun, when you stand and you say Mazodo Botapaya, you are shooting something in the spirit. When you say Abaye, you are firing a missile. When you say Kaduya Masoya, you are firing a ballistic missile. When you start, oh, somebody I feel like preaching. Is somebody hearing what I'm talking about? Because the weapons of your warfare, they are not physical gun. They are not physical gun. But they are spiritual gun. The way you can shoot in the natural, you can also shoot in the spirit. Oh, if you are shouting, you are there. If you are shouting, you are there. Pastors must understand this. People must understand this. Church members must understand it. Husbands must understand it. Wives must understand it. So when you see that you wake up at midnight and your little baby is hot and the little baby is sick, Satan has shot an ammunition. How 
do you respond? You see, when you take the gun from this man, he's very ordinary. If I'm any brief permit, my young word, you said a physical power, no creature. Ah, me body blow back one. But you see, this thing alone make them become a different. When you see him with this, no mess with him. A Christian without prayer is a soldier without a gun. But a sad aspect. You see, they don't give them this one to do harm. But they anticipate that not all men are right. And there are wicked guys out there. So just in case somebody shows up, he is a commanded and licensed, not even by his commander, but by the constitution of Ghana. He has the mandates and the authority that depends on the circumstance, he can decide how to use this weapon. That is the same thing Jesus did with you. Listen, authority is what is called delegated power. So this man doesn't have power of his own. But the power he operated now, it has been delegated to him. So when he uses it, it is like the Okekotakota has issued using it. So, hold up, 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 up. You don't have strength against the devil. You don't have physical strength against demons. But one, of, one person conquered them. And that person is Jesus Christ. And he said, I have taken their power from them. But I don't need that power in heaven. So I am delegating that power to yes. Don't forget this. Don't forget this. What makes this guy dangerous is this thing that he's holding. This one is very dangerous. It, it, that is why when they get down from their car, they say, Park! You park. One day somebody was driving me somewhere, we go to some barrier, and then the police stop us. When we stop, we stop, he said, and I say, stop, he said, to to And he, he drove away straight. We go to another barrier, and that way it was not a barrier, it was those who patrol around. And they stopped the car, because we are driving the car with a foreign, uh, this kind of, uh, uh, some, some normal plate, and they stop us. And when they stop, they jump from the thing. One jump, he said, I said, quiet as well. If you don't have a gun, Satan is not afraid of you. The kind of guns that you use in the spirit, eh, he cannot manufacture one. You see, let me tell you something. Even though this man has a gun, I don't know what, I, what is the name of this one. Is it AK-47? This AK-47. But, but they are powerful guns than this one. This one is an old version. Powerful. When we go to Israel, don't you see the kind of guns that they use over there? Very powerful. Huh? So, some of the guns are more powerful than some. Bible says, the way this handsome man is standing as a police officer with a gun in his hand, you two, you have a weapon. God bless you. Go and sit down. Bless you. You have seen enough.
Let's use it. And let me tell you something. They have been coming here for long. Every time they are holding the car. If one of the things that even surprised me is that when they are sleeping in the night there, they sleep in a way you see that they tie the rope of the car around. Oh, don't go. The first thing you protect is the gun. They are conscious of carrying it. One day, one of them was supposed to come around and he was not coming. So I called their officer, senior commander, and ah, the guys are not coming. And look, the interesting thing he told me, he said, Prof, we are where? We are working at it. We are, we are doing some operations somewhere. So we are short of weapons. And so we are waiting for one to hand over a weapon so that this one can come. And he told me that if I sent him without a, a weapon, he's like your security man. Oh, you are not listening to what I'm talking about. Huh? So even though the security men are here, they are working, eh? they have a connection to the police patrol team. They have a connection to one of this one. Just in case something happens, because they are not licensed to shoot. But the police is lancing, so we have to make an arrangement because it's a huge compound. And just in case somebody comes around or anything, they can call by Motorola, they can call by something so that they will respond. But the man told me that he needs a weapon before he comes. You need a weapon to face your enemy. Now, this is why I brought this picture. A lot of you, one of the reasons why you can't use the weapon is that you are not even conscious that it is there. What is the use of having AK-47? And then an, a robber is trying to break your door. Even when they hear gunshots, they run away. I went to visit a pastor friend who lives in Upskirt around Dodowa area. And he has about three guns. And he told me, he said, Osofo, every night I fire. He said, before I sleep, pow, pow. And I ran. He said, one day, some robbers came around in the area. And he heard them say, don't go to the greenhouse. Oh. The robber commander he said, don't go there. Do you know why they are coming to your house? They have not had a, 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 a gunshot. They have never had a warning shot. This 40 days, may you fire some warning shots. Now, boy, the purpose of the warning shot is to deter. Some of these police people, they don't just fire the gun. Sometimes they give warning shot. The warning shot means stay away. Papa, warning. And your man, when you hear the dog say, uh, uh, it means back off. It's a warning. He has not attacked, but he's warning you. After the warning, if you decided to act, then you will miss something you are not expecting. The weapons of our warfare. What a sad situation. So the charismatic Pentecostal has come. That is why when we are praying like this, some people see us as we don't have anything to do. They see us as if we are useless people. Because a certain mindset has come. Listen to me. Some of the Western country, they think they can make it without God. The most dangerous state you can put your life in is a, is a mindset of, I don't need God. Give somebody a high five and say, this is for me. Tell somebody, this is for me. Tell somebody, this is for me. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And thank God for Africa. Thank God. 
maybe God didn't prosper us early. Huh? But see, though, we needed to be in a state like this so that we can get closer to God. Listen, I am totally convinced, and it's my opinion, if you don't understand it, and if you don't agree, stay. But I'm sure a lot of Africans will be having more than any other people. We are serving God. Most of the people that call and say, go and find some work to do. And you people are there working because they think they don't need God. They even think we have nothing to do. They think that we are just useless people always praying. But after you pray, you eat. No. We are not useless. No. There are people sitting as chief executives. There are people here as leaders of companies. There are people here as farmers. There are people here, but you see, people come from another country. They think that they don't need God. So wake up in the morning, go and work. They work 365 days with depression. Some of them has money, but they jump into bridges. Some of them commit suicide. Some of them, oh, Bismarck is marrying Frank. What are you talking about? If you come to the place you think you don't need the one that created you, everything must get back to a source. Everything must get back to your source. Without your source, you are useless. What is your source? Your source is God. Everything produces after its kind. The child of a goat is a goat, I told you. It's not a miracle. The child of a sheep is a sheep. It's not a discovery. So the child of God is what? That is why if you pregnant a woman and you say it's not your child, just pray that the child doesn't look like you. When my, my wife gave birth, my wife got pregnant with an Ephia. I was angry. Because Anadja was less than one year. She told me some pregnancy. How can you be pregnant? He just like, I said, ah, what kind of question is that? I said, but you, 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 this one is nine months and you are pregnant. He said, did I make myself pregnant? I said, ah, me, nah, ah. Is the child that born that look like me? <laughs> the Lord told me, foolish boy. Everything, everything. He was born on Friday. I was born on Friday. Huh? Everything, his face and everything. Everything. He was the one. The thing you are fooling about. There's a, that's the one that God has put your blueprint. I am sure if it's not my wife, I could have said, Adieu with you. Remember my cousin's story that said that Chakolani Nyonwa. Yeah, who are collecting two in your course? Hey, Kwame. Onwa, you need a course. Yeah, no, no. I deal with dear. 